This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning to you, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and K-Praise. Happy New Year. Happy I, New Year. Wait a minute. You can't say that oh, yet. Yes, I can. I am David Ross <laughs> along with George Ullman. Mark, Ken Anderson and Mark Mahady are out. Happy New Year, George. Happy New Year. And happy New Year, San Diego. Yeah, we are at the 50 percentile. I hope uh, you enjoyed your last day of 2020 and first day of 2021. Very much so. Very good. How about yourself? I did as well. Um, but before we talk about that, we have to talk about the morning sky. Was it clear and beautiful this morning for you? It was a, a little cloudy. It was I mean, mostly clear, but it was cold. It was 39 in Poway, 39 degrees. It wasn't that cold at my house this morning. And I had a nice little breeze as I was going down the driveway to let the chickens out this morning. The wind was rustling through the, through the leaves of my liquid amber tree. It still has leaves. And they're green. Which is not right. Which is not right. And I thought it was a sprinkler. I thought I'd broken a pipe or something, but it wasn't. It was just the wind wrestling through the leaves that should not have been there. But yeah. it got down to below 30. My thermometer, I have a high-low thermometer, that it said it got down to 25.9. And I did have a lot of ice and frost in the lower yard on Wednesday, I think it was. That's pretty cool. Did you have any, any damage that you noticed on any of your plants? Just the native datura okay. has begun to melt, but it still hasn't turned the, the leaves of my liquid amber to start coloring up. Yeah, the liquid amber should be a beautiful autumn color should and the leaves gone. should be gone by now. So did you uh, have any New Year's resolutions? We can go to New Year's now. No. Nothing. No, because I, yeah, I don't want you're, to break You're them. so perfect already. We don't need to. Is that want, where you're headed with I, this? I didn't want to have anything that I would fail out at, you know, by, by setting a resolution and, and messing up three days later or 12 days later. So That's a really, that is, you are outstanding. <laughs> That's why you Did, have, Do you make one? No. No. Never have. Yeah, I don't typically. And not because, I, 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 not because I'm perfect. I was going to say, not because I, I don't need them. Lord knows I need them, but. Do you? Yeah. Did you do anything exciting yesterday for your first? Gardened quite a bit, actually. Did you? Yeah, tinkered in the garden. Anything noteworthy? Anything specific that you tinkered well, uh, with? Uh, harvesting greens for dinner, and we could talk about this later as we'll far as pests we'll go, but later. yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I went up McGinty. You did, yeah. Yes, and I schlepped a gallon of lacquer Turpen- thinner with me. I was going to say turpentine. Yeah. But- well, I don't know. I think paint thinner is turpentine and lacquer thinner is different, but it's probably the same thing. But I, I always thought lacquer thinner would be stronger, más fuerte. And you brought it up there for what purpose? There were weeds you needed to kill, or what were you doing? Some idiot, or idiots. Is it okay to say that? You, you kind of winced when I said that. 
Oh, no, you should I, not I actually, be. You should not be surprised by the words that come out of my mouth at this point. I actually like that. Somebody tagged a rock about three quarters of a mile and six hundred foot elevation change up Mount McGinty, and I don't like that. So I took some lacquer thinner and a brush and scraped it down, and you can still see the blue on the rock, but it's it's kind of more washed out. You can't identify. Well, I what applaud it's you for doing that. But what if it was like the Rangers marking something that they were coming back for? I still don't want them tagging my rock. <laughs> okay. Okay? If they needed to mark that piece of granite, then they should have done it differently okay. and a little more subtly. And they should have checked with me first. Well, if they're listening, perhaps they'll do that in the future. If well, I don't, think, I, I don't think it was a ranger tag. <laughs> Probably but not. But I have seen them go up there before. So, what? Ki- oh, you didn't... I know what you were harvesting in the garden. Har- well, I did some planting. We had some onions that... Uh, some onions from the last year that didn't quite that got buried didn't take off, so I just replanted them and they're doing really well. Excellent. Um, yeah. Did you get much rain? I don't. I don't have a gauge, but we got a, a good amount. Everything's still pretty damp. Did uh, you shut off the sprinklers? Did shut off the sprinklers. Absolutely. Hashtag me too. Yeah. Got rid of them. Um, did water the plants in the pots though yesterday? Did you? Yeah. I didn't. Most of my container plants are in the shade, so I the avocados are still sitting. They haven't been planted. I have three avocados from from before quote, the, before the first quarantine to end all quarantines, and uh, they're still alive, which is good, and they're still up against the house, so they're in the shade now mostly, but I need to plant them, but I don't want to plant them right before the coldest part of the year. You know, speaking of water, I, I saw a piece of citrus. Was, it, was that a, a grapefruit or a, a Washington it was a It was a pomelo. A pomelo, okay, that, you, that split did you open. See, did you see the Nautilus? It, it was definitely a, a, a Feed Me Seymour picture, but that's not like you not to water plants. That's not, it's in the ground, isn't it? It is in the ground. So why, why was it suffering so? Well, it is in a very loose, dry soil. Immediately opposite the fence on my neighbor's side is where their papaya tree is to give you an idea of probably how little organic matter and water storing capability that soil has. It's mostly sandy, and so it needs a little more water, and it's also in a hot location. And so I did finally water it. And you can, the see the, you can see the right. results. It, it's amazing because the fruit looked great, but I knew it hadn't been watered ad- adequately. So I put the slow, slow trickle, and I got some, uh, the product we sell called Easy Wet. Right. And I sprinkled some Easy Wet there. And then... Two weeks later, fast forward to now, some of the fruit is dropping off the tree with these huge splits in it. Isn't that it's so unusual? I can't figure out why. Yeah, no, we we do have people come in with with split split with splutes with with split citrus, asking you know what what's wrong with my fruit, and and typically it is that it's a it's a overwatering when the plant has been stressed. This was kind of remarkable, almost stunning to me at how irregular the fruit was, how much it had. How, how obvious it was. When we see splits at the nursery, normally it's not that clear. You know, it's just a little split. Right. But this is so distended. Yeah, this, yeah, this looks like a hatchet went through it and split it cleanly. <laughs> but you saw Seymour and not the Nautilus? I saw Seymour, yeah. Uh, it looks just like a Nautilus. If I painted special colors on it before it rotted, or if I folded it around so you could see the moldy side, you know, it has kind of a greenish mold. So we're talking the, the Nautilus, the the shell, yes, not the not, submarine. Not the submarine. Okay, got it. I, if, <laughs> you being a, a a navy. Well, Jules Verne, you know. Yes. Yeah. I think of uh, Walt Disney, but you know, whatever. <laughs> You're a Disney <laughs> man. Yeah. I am. I'm a Disney Disney fan. Um, 
I need Mark and, and Ken to throw in a little bit more. We have to go 15 minutes with nothing before we start oh, we with could something. Talk. There's all kinds of things. Tell we me something. Talk about. Well, Tell me something. Well, right now in your garden, because it's... Well, no, it's, we don't talk about anything in the first 15. Well, you want to talk about something in my garden? Well, I was going to ask a question. Is okay. in your Within your garden right now, uh, tree-wise, do you have anything that's that's blooming? Well, no, but I do have a cherry size uh, pluot on one of my trees. Because I was going to say the loquats are in bloom right now. Oh, I probably then I probably do, but yeah. the loquats in another and, area. And I and I jokingly, I mean, that's, COVID's obviously a serious matter, but I, I but every time I walk past the loquat, and I you say, can smell it. I can smell it. I say, okay, I don't have COVID today, and I smell that's it good. regularly. It's you know, beautiful. I love that fragrance. I used to worry more about COVID and that it was going to affect my breathing and that I wanted to be sure I didn't have it. So when I hike and I can breathe, because that, it's that's a pretty vigorous know. hike, yeah. I, know I, Absolutely. I, I know I'm COVID-free. Yeah. So that I did a, a, an on-site test. So yours is smell, mine is breathing, which is yeah. good. You know, I don't consider a loquat tree a fruit tree. And, uh, and I'm not sure why. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a tree from it, which we get the first fruit of the year. Right. But I always, they take care of themselves. You don't have to do anything to a loquat to get fruit from it, which makes it not fruit to me. That's interesting. I, I, and I agree with, I think they're, they're very carefree. When I, when I count my fruit trees, I don't count the loquat. It, it, I don't, that's really weird, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I, I always count it. I, I, and I think it's a pretty, it's a handsome tree too. I think it's a very handsome, handsome pretty gorgeous i think it's a, a good looking tree and i've never noticed that they're fragrant really i've never taken the time i'm not suggesting that they're not fragrant right. i've just never taken i think it's I a guess pretty I have powerful not, it's a powerful fragrance i have not given the loquats they're just due. due they're just Absolutely. due i think that might be it i know i think they are a uh, incredibly fragrant you can catch the the perfume coming towards you from a, a pretty good distance when i when i was growing up my folks had two big loquat trees. I mean, enormous ones that I could climb up in and eat, and, and I enjoyed eat, them. Yeah. And I and I would. And then one year, they both croaked completely, and they were probably twenty, thirty feet tall. And I'm guessing they got fire blight because mm. they just totally went brown, both of them side by side in this one particular spot. And that was I don't know twenty five, thirty years ago. But they. I don't know that I considered them a fruit tree then either. There were citrus around them. But yet you would sit them. and eat them. I would sit and eat them. Yeah. Just like a coyote would. Well, without getting on your hind legs and pulling them down. Well, I would submit to you sometimes when I wasn't in the tree, I would be on my hind legs. Well, you just said you were sitting in the tree, so. Yeah, but not all the time. I mean, that's when the low-hanging okay. fruit was gone, then I would have to do that. But for some reason, they've never... We'll have to look into that. On a psychiatrist couch, yeah, I would assume. On a, on, a, on, a, <laughs> on a psychiatric basis, we'll have to, to investigate that. So sprinklers are off. The loquats are blooming. Now, how long, when do you start harvesting your loquats? Isn't that I, I, March or April? I was going to say probably April. Yeah. I do have a loquat tree right in the backyard, kind of in a corner that I don't, it's no, normally traversed, so maybe that's why I haven't noticed it yet. But I will stop there and eat them on the way out. Well, here's your assignment today or tomorrow when you have an opportunity is to, to walk past it and take a take a take whiff, in a, take in a, deep, take breath a deep breath and see what you think. 
because I think it's a very fragrant plant that you're going to go. Well, if I haven't George taken my right. allergy pill, then my eyes are probably going to start watering and my nose will... Well, anyway, <laughs> not that we need to, to get into that completely. Um, it has been a big already change at the nursery. Absolutely. With uh, the end of the Christmas season, the trees and poinsettias are gone, and then some other things have started to happen. A few uh, things the, have the, happened. The beginning, the coming of the new year, has it, it comes early to the nursery business. It does, and it brings in, a, I think, a, a welcome to change. So it's, I particularly love this part of the garden season in the nursery. It's been really busy. It has a lot been of people very coming busy. in looking for sticks or something. I'm sticks not sure. with no leaves. We should talk about that later. You think we should? I think we should. Okay. We can talk about sticks with no leaves. Right. We can talk about bushes with no flowers. Thorny bushes. Thorny bushes with no flowers, although one of them is thornless. And and those those thorny bushes with no flowers currently have no leaves either. No, they do not. Yeah. And then we should also talk about non-vegan vegetables oh, at yeah. some point in yeah. time, don't you do think? That. Yeah. And if you are looking for a little extra protein in your plant-based diet, <laughs> we can help you. Out. <laughs> we might be able to help you out with that. And if you have something else to add to the list, give us a call. The phone number here is 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPraise. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get into the specifics right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Got to the garden party They all knew my name No one recognized me I didn't look the same But it's all right now I learned my lesson well You see, you can't please everyone So you got to please yourself That. Ricky Nelson, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. That should be in most people's New Year's resolution repertoire. You know, that's a good point. That's a very good piece of, of information. The, the, the great philosopher, yeah. Ricky Nelson. Ricky Nelson. <laughs> um, I am David Loss, David Loss along with George Allman. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who are you? I am David Ross okay. along with George Allman. <laughs> Mark and Ken are out today, both healthy. Both okay, just not with us this morning because they're sleeping in for the new year as part of their New Year's resolution. When we went into the break, I was talking to George Off-Air about a non-plant but a gardener situation that I think um, he has a Band-Aid on one of his fingers because he has split fingers from not only winter, but I'm guessing washing your hands 50,000 times a day doesn't help it at all. And I have a little tip for you. Well, that's true, too. But remember, I I don't typically wear gloves when I work in a garden. I know. I know. Because you're a manly man. Because I don't have soft, supple hands like Like you. Like I do. (laughs) Yes. Yours are dry and chapped. Mine Mine are are soft and supple. Mine are dry and ripped to shreds. Yeah. But now that we've gotten there, 
do you know what I did when my they were my my fingers were really splitting last year, and I filed them down because as they callous up and the skin gets thicker up there, it makes more more leverage. Less touch will separate it more, and filing it down made a big difference in in making my fingers better. It also made it easier to crack safes. Yeah, without leaving a fingerprint. Without leaving a fingerprint. <laughs> so that yes. works well. Yes, so it works out really well. Do you well. use the so, wheel grinder or just a regular file? I use an emery board, <laughs> oh my as God. my mother would say. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Okay, a file, a nail file, you, a regular... Yeah. A f- what are you looking at me like that for? It's the only look I have right now. <laughs> All right. If you don't want to talk about nail files or nor emery boards, you can give us a call at 888-344-1170. We were also talking about sticks, were we not? We and were. not the band. Correct. And we said that we had some sticks in the in the nursery right now without leaves. And, and this time of the year in, in the nursery business. It's the most wonderful time. It, you know, one of our customers said that in reply to our post on Facebook. Uh, saying that those sticks were in, she said it is the most wonderful time of the year, and I and I think I agree with her. I do too. Um, I love bare root fruit tree season, and that's where we are right now. And the the varieties that we have, the selection is huge. The best selection of the best varieties that you'll find all year long are there now, are here now at both stores. They both came in this last week, and a representation of everything should be out. I have people coming in early today, this morning in Poway, to make sure everything is out before we open. Uh, so if you are interested in planting fruit trees, now is your time. Um, what did we get in, and where could we... If I wanted to know what trees we have... Well, if you went to our... You could find it via our Facebook page, where there's a link uh, on, on one of the recent posts, or you go to our website. And if you pop open to our website, there's a plant list. What, what is the address of the website? It will be Walter Anderson, and that's S-E-N, dot com. And if you went to that and went under plants and products, there's a plant list, and it'll say the bare root fruit trees for 2021 or 2021 bare root fruit trees. And that now, PDF is available to you. All of the varieties that we are expecting have not yet arrived. There's probably 80 or so percent or 90 percent of what we are expecting has come in. The rest are due in two to three weeks. But... Um, as with everything else this year, the demand has been great, and some of the things that we were expecting are in greater numbers have come in in lesser numbers, and there we're, we're going to sell out of a lot of varieties early this year. This is not a... A, a normal year? It's not a normal year. It's not a it's fake threat. It's hard to threat. say because it's I, only the I second just, day of the new year, and it's not normal? It's, okay. Let me... Well, I'm not normal, so my perspective on the world is not normal, okay. but this... Bear root fruit season will not be a normal one. Fair may enough. I say it that way? You may, yes, sir. Okay, you want to so, just double check with the sensors and make sure that's I'm acceptable. Looking, I'm, I'm watching in real time right now, and, and it's, it's acceptable, okay. right? Okay. But one of the things that that surprises me when it comes to bare root fruit trees are the persimmons. They seem to go incredibly quickly every year that I've worked there. Gone. There's you know what a, that means? That they're very popular, or we're not getting enough. That means that person. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, it means one of those two things. <laughs> Probably they're just very popular. Right. But things are in short supply. And, well, the, the one that comes to mind is the Royal Crimson Cherry, the self-fruitful, right. mild climate cherry. We booked 130 of them. We were confirmed 130 of them. We're getting 30 of them, or we got 30 of them. Right. And San Diego, I don't think, got any. And, and those, those went pretty fast last year as well, because you only need the and one I, tree. Trying to decide whether I want to 
use the water and space for a cherry tree or if I want to use it for something else. I have all three. Mini Royal, Royal, Royal Lee, Lee, Royal Crimson. Royal Crimson, all three, which are low chill. The, as you just mentioned, the Royal Crimson is self-fruitful, so you don't need a, a pollinator, but it is a useful pollinator for the other two. It's a useful tool. It's a useful tool. Uh, and a phrase with which I am familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Often as, a re- as they refer to you. Right? As a reference yeah. point. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> um, tell me about the fruit on them. Hey, do you get enough to warrant the space? I, I, yeah, I think I think the answer is yes. Uh, when they were younger, I would get maybe 15, 18 pieces of fruit per tree as they were little. Uh, as they've matured, I've gotten a, a, a much more uh, much more uh, available to me. However, sometimes you're fighting with you know some of the birds for them, but I, I think they're I think it's worth it. Well, then I'm going to grab one of the thirty. Or approximately three percent of yeah. the royal crimson cherries this year. I need to get one in. They they're gorgeous. They're the they're, trees themselves are spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, then I will get one royal crimson. And you have to water it, just as a data point. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Might wanna, Do I want to? We tell, we tell our customers ground? that too, so we might as well tell you. Uh, I'm an expert, sir. I, I know. I, I, I saw I, that I, by I, that, that <laughs> the picture of that pomelo. Yeah. Take another shot at me. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you very much. Um, are you going to get any other trees this year? I, I actually have tagged three of them and put them in the back. Uh, an aprium, and I already which forgot one? which one I, oh, I tagged. Oh, it was the uh, Garden Delight. Well, I don't know if it was. Was it the Garden Delight I recommended? Or did you ask me for my recommendation and then get something else? I, I as asked for your many customers will do. <laughs> I, I took your advice and went exactly opposite. No, I don't remember which one. I took a burgundy plum um, and a pluot, and I for, it was one of the later season pluots. I have it written down, but I don't remember those. Okay. Because I haven't, I'm not sure that's it yet. So there's going to be a couple more I need to add. Last year, I got a burgundy plum and I got the splash pluot. And there's another pluot there. And that was the one. I, I'm surprised. I teed you up to go off on me. The reason why did, you didn't ask me why there was a small cherry-sized plum pluot on my pluot tree, which you know the answer. Well, I, well because you drought-stressed it probably. It flowered and set fruit. And yeah. f- set a right. piece of fruit this fall. Yes. But, but I've, I've had some trees, as we talked about, one of my mulberries a couple of years ago, they gave me a big fall harvest, and it wasn't a drought-stressed tree. And well, I, that is my, your contention, but I would suggest to I, you— I have some plum trees that flower every autumn. Just as my pumelo demonstrated that it <laughs> got uneven watering, I would submit to you that your fruit suggests also, that that is the truth, regardless of how you want to perceive it. Okay. What do you think of that? Well, I, I think you there's some merit to that, however— Comma. knowing that I had water on that plant and it was getting adequate water as as evidenced by everything else around it in the same water basin area. I would say it probably Is it wasn't. on the same rootstock as the other trees? Oh, I don't know, David. Well, A, no, I know for a fact they're not because the rest of those are not fruit trees that are in that area that were thriving. So, Are you resting your case? <sighs> I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> I think this is time to submit to the jury. Well, well let's let's go back to the fruit trees. I, I'm, okay. Right now, I have three put aside. I'm not sure. I'm probably one or two more. I am interested in perhaps a chocolate persimmon and the, and the uh, coffee cake persimmon. What is it? The splash pluot, or is it a different one that that starts green and with one set of flavors, and you leave it on the tree for a month or two, and it becomes this rich apricotty orange with a totally different set of flavors. I think it's splash. I would defer to you because I haven't had. Uh, I know, but in I'm, the yard, so I'm, I don't know. 
If you know what kind of pluot I'm talking about, please give us a call at 888-344-1170 and tell me what it is while George tries to figure out where pluot comes in the alphabet. Well, this is the old there's book. A lot of, there's this a lot is of the pressure. Old book. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> anyway, I think it's splash pluot, yeah. but I, it, it's, it's a different piece of fruit for about six or, or so weeks, maybe longer. It's, it's edible early and late and just two, two different things. Well, that brings me to something here and ask this on the air and you can help answer this for other people. What if too. I don't know the answer? Ju- oh, you do. Okay. Jujubes. Yes, sir. M- very similar. You can eat them, you know, fresh or dried. You know, so there's a long season on them. Do you have one? I do. Do you like it? I do. Do you use the fruit? If you mean, do I consume it by using it? Yes. Okay. On a regular basis, you don't just let the animals get it. You actually harvest well, it and take... no, I don't okay. harvest it. Okay. When I walk by, I, I okay. pick a few and I eat them. And I bring some to Ken and he said, ew, that tastes like dirt. Why would I want to eat that? Well, that's a Ken. pretty standard answer on, yes, on 90% is. <laughs> of things. So. Um, I like them. I think they're interesting. It's not a a great... They're, they're not... Well, they're, they're pretty darn decent in my and, opinion. And they're low water? They are one of the most durable, right, self-caring trees um, that you will find. Do you find that it suckers pretty freely? It, the one I have suckers freely, and the suckers, well, the plants are thorny as crazy, right. yeah. and I need to get in there and and dig out some of those stems. But it's I, uh, I've been contemplating getting one of those as well, just because it's a source of food that doesn't require much care, and it's a source of food late in the season. Right. So uh, everything else is past, and we're coming into pomegranate season and persimmon season, and that's when the jujubes are ripening up. I, I think they're interesting. I like them. Well, you but, know, it, maybe later today I'll post the uh, the Dave Wilson uh, harvesting chart that we use so so frequently in the, in the nursery to help people decide, you know, perhaps what fruits to get based on when they come to fruition so they don't have everything come in, you know, June. Well, and, and yes— Yesterday, um, Thursday, I was helping a customer who wanted another Red Baron peach because she loved the Red Baron peach. It was so delicious, and she ate every one off the tree. But I suggested maybe getting a different peach that would ripen at a different time. Well, which one tastes just like the Red Baron? Ooh, I don't know. Right. So um, the ripening chart is a, a great tool yeah, to we'll post that extend today. the harvest throughout the season. But I had somebody complaining or concerned that the ripening times on there are for the Central Valley, and we don't live in the Central Valley, right? But it doesn't. It it just changes the start date, but not the not the sequence. Correct. Right. And that's what I was trying to share, so that they would. It, it gives you the relative ripening dates, right. regardless of when that starting gun goes off, so that you can plan your garden and have fruit throughout. Yeah, we we spent yesterday. I think it was yesterday going through the chart, and actually, I have one top one. When we had our class with Tom Spellman years ago and he handed out those charts, I have one in the garage. And we have big thumbtacks that we're going to put on everything. I am so proud of you, George. You have achieved plant nerddom (laughs) in in a fraction of the time it took me. Now, there are some who would dispute that and would say that I was a nerd the whole time. But uh, you're impressive. Well, thank you. That's what you did on your New Year's Day. Well, we were deciding what to what to purchase. Well, that, the, that kind of makes know, sense. Yeah, I, I want to get them before they're all gone. Because they are going to be gone. Yeah, they are exactly. going to be gone. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you were planning it out. Uh, so you? planning out what we're going to put in and so have been uh, thumbtack, getting ready to thumbtack them. 
thumbtack. You're going to put them on the. You're going to put. On the chart, you're going to pierce on the, the chart, chart so you can look at it and say, okay, have that, have that, have that, and you can actually see the flow of when things come to fruition. I would put the flow as an upright curve and not the down curve that you just did. Well, but uh, well, I, for people I, I did to, it, I did that downward curve because curve. that's that's the curve that is on the chart from left to right. Well, for those of you who want to know what is on that, what got pierced on the chart, you're going to have to wait because. It is time for us to take a break. So if you want to give us a call and participate in the second half of the first show of 2021, and certainly, hopefully not the last, give us a call at 888-344-1170. You're listening to KCBQ and K-Praise here in San Diego. We'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. You were waiting for me to join you, weren't you? No, I was looking at you wincing while I was singing. You winced when I did that. <laughs> Welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and K um, I am David Ross, along with George Allman, Mark Mahady, and Ken Anderson had better sense and slept in this morning, and I was watching Brendan's fingers tap into the music, too. So, it's a, I mean, it's, it's, a snappy it's the tune. song. Yeah. It's the song. So are, are they are they wiser than us that they slept in, or and or did they have a better party than we did? Or Yes. Okay. Probably yes. Right. You know, I could take a shot at their true gardening portions of their spirits that they're not up in here but i'm not going to do that that would be they're not <laughs> here to do that <laughs> they're not here to defend themselves so i wouldn't even begin no. to go there all right uh before we went into the break we were talking a little bit about jujubes right and i want to just revisit it for one more minute to take a shot because that's what i do and my jujube is alive and surrounded by things that may not be living right now because of a lack of water and so, it is on a rocky slope, and it takes care of itself. So it's a testament to its drought tolerance. Yes, is what you're it could be. Yeah. You know, if you were trying to find a place for it, and you really didn't want it in your yard, you could find a place in the outermost portions of your yard where no one would even know it's there, and still be able to enjoy a jujube. So you could have a jujube. And maybe somebody else wouldn't even know it was there. If that was kind of a situation, that's <laughs> so all. So you can hide it, is what you're saying. You can hide it. Do you have one? I have one. And it's fruitful enough by itself because it the tags fruitful. for both of them, for the varieties we carry, says they're so partially so fruitful and work better I, with a pollinator. I wish I knew which one I had. It was a, a test given to me by Tom uh-huh. years ago. And it, the fruit is not enormous, but it does fruit and it takes care of itself. All right. I'll it's a, self, a self-sufficient individual. Got it. And they're hard to find. They are. When you find I'm one, cert- you want to plant one. Yeah. I wish I were self-sufficient. All right. Now, we're... I guess we should Let's go look talk. over my yeah. left shoulder. Shall we have our first call of 2021? Is there some kind of celebratory 
Is there a prize or something for the first I don't cup? have a prize, but maybe we could have some kind of a champagne bottle Pop. cork popping or something. <laughs> for. Let's go down to Chula Vista and talk to Alan. Happy New Year, Alan, and good morning. And good morning, dedicated guys. I know exactly what you're feeling. I was thinking and laying in bed this morning before the show came on, thinking, oh, my gosh, this I got to do something for self-preservation and just stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> cold <laughs> cold down there this morning? It's pretty cool, yeah. It's got to be in the upper 40s, lower 50s, somewhere in there. I haven't checked the thermometer yet. See, I told you we're getting soft as a nation. Yeah, Low 40s going. was too cold. <laughs> Come on, Alan. Toughen up, man. What? How are you this morning? I'm doing good, thanks. Uh, I have a couple of questions. One is, uh, this is the time of year you prune roses back. But is there any uh, anything you should do besides that, besides just prune them down? And also, what's the correct height? I am so glad you asked that question because the answer is yes. Any other questions? <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, there is. Now is the time to prune. Now is the time to uh, dormant spray. Uh, since we no longer have lime sulfur, do you dormant spray your roses? I do. In fact, I, I just did that uh, New Year's Eve. I did uh, copper. Okay, the so, copper spray? Right, I did copper. I, uh, a couple days prior, I had done the horticultural oil for the dormant spray to kill to knock off any insects, and then I hit it with copper. Now, did you wait one to two weeks after doing your pruning and dormant spraying to put out your adiparies and start a fertilizer, or did you just do it? I have not put the adiparies out yet. I plan. You know, we put, had this conversation. We have at the on nursery. the air a couple of weeks ago too. Well, right? I'm going to put adiparies out here shortly, and I'm going to actually post something about it because it's January, and on the bag it says January. Now wait a second. You did, we didn't have this conversation on the air. The conversation I'm referring oh. to is you listening to my advice and then doing the opposite. Absolutely. On yeah. both counts. Absolutely. All right. So yes, Alan, <laughs> go ahead and fee or uh, cut spray, and I say regardless. of... Well, I say when you're out in the yard doing the work, you're dressed for it, you're, you're ready to go, you can go ahead and feed too. The books usually say wait one to two weeks or two weeks, and George says the bag says January, but January is here now, so you have no other excuses to wait. What about just using grow power? Grow power is good, and that is one of the two things I give roses this time of the year. The other being? The Ada Perry's. Magic formula. For roses. For roses, right. which is what we're talking about. So I would do both. Um, you can do one, you can do the other, but both is better. Okay. What's, what's the copper spray for? The horticultural spray is just for any surface on the stems, but um, what's, what's the copper do? The copper's a fungicide. So that can help with rust and, you know, black spot, things like that. It'll kill overwintering fungus spores that are hanging out on and around your rose bushes and help to uh, prevent or delay the onset of fungus in your rose garden. I, I think okay. you just said that well. I think it, for me, it typically, it doesn't prevent it. It delays it till a later date. It helps keep it oh, at, I qualified it the bay. word. I qualified yeah. the word del, uh, prevent yeah, with it, May. It, yeah, it, it does keep it at bay for a longer period of time before you have to start doing something. You are lucky we're keeping six foot of distance in here, mister, because <laughs> I'd be over there right now. Hugging me. Yes, that was, that was it. Any other questions, Alan? It says citrus yeah. here. What is your citrus yeah. or your tangerine question? The second one is uh, our tangerine tree this year is just overabundant. Um, and I've, you know, I've been regular fertilizing and watering and it just, it seems like it's overpaying off. And I just wonder, is there any way, anything you can do with them besides just pick them and hand them out? Cause people just aren't as receptive this year. Well, and I'm wondering, wondering about juicing tangerines. I know it sounds kind of silly 
you think, well, why don't you just peel them and eat them? But uh, if there's any way to, to juice them, um, you know, peel them and juice them and just have a juice with the with the pulp in it. Oh, the tangerine juice is delicious. I recommend it highly. I, there's no reason not to, as long as they're they're ripe. Cut them in half and put them on a on a on a reamer and and juice them. They're delicious. It, it makes a great juice. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, what I would do so. Now I take my excess ones and feed them to the neighbor's horse, which is always fun. Um, so if you have a neighbor with a horse or any horses nearby, they seem to enjoy my citrus, and they probably would enjoy your citrus as well. Oh, for God's sake. Do you get any facial expressions when they're chewing on those? Yes, faces? they do, and frequently he, uh, the one in particular is Skeeter, and he will stick his tongue out and pull back <laughs> his lips sometimes. But he he won't take the entire orange nor tangerine in his, hand, in his mouth at once. He has to bite into it, dump his juice all over my hand, and then finish it. He won't ever pick the whole thing up, which is kind of, I don't know, it's his... It's annoying. Maybe he wants to be with you for a little while. He does. He's a very nice horse. But uh, you get nice facial expressions, and they enjoy it. And then anytime I walk out of my house and down my driveway, he comes over and makes happy faces to me saying, Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. (laughs) That's great. All right. Well, thanks for the answers. You're welcome. Thanks for giving us a call, Alan. You have a great day. And let's have a great 2021, shall we? Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for calling. If so, you, well, no, no, no. Go ahead. If you want to give us a call, you want to do this? If you want to give us a call, it'll be 888-344-1170, KCBQ and KPraise. 888-344-1170. And you could be the second caller of 2021 to Garden Talk. What, what I was going to say is we had mentioned Ada Perry's to him, and uh, we've talked about it in the past. We we, no, we normally post it in, in July yeah, and January. There are people out here that might not know what that well, that's is. That's what I was going to say. We need to expand on a little bit. It is a ma- We call it a magic formula for roses. It's a conditioner. It's not truly a fertilizer, but it has fertilizer properties. But you, you, I, you I used to know to you, all the stuff that was in it. I would submit to you it is a fertilizer. Well, I, I agree. We don't call it a fertilizer. Why don't we call it a fertilizer? Because we call it a soil conditioner. Oh, I have another reason. Okay, I'm ready for it. I call it a soil conditioner or supplement because if you tell people it's a fertilizer, they won't feed an addition. And That's it's true. not enough food for saying, the yeah. plants for the year. Correct. So Alan had mentioned the grow power, which that's your monthly fertilizer for roses starting in January and ending in September. Ada Perry's Magic Formula for Roses, which is a combination of blood meal, bone meal, gypsum, soil sulfur, iron tonic, iron tonic and Epsom salts. Um there are a couple other things like magnesium. Oh, salt well, grade see, this is the, like that. Yeah. this is the new and improved. Okay. Has um, humic other, acid. Right. You are correct. The magnesium is from the Epsom salts. Okay. Um, but we have added humic acid. New and improved. But wait, there's more. Um, I was going somewhere with that sentence. And then you just threw me off totally. Oh, we'll come back. So it, it so we we, we recommend oh. using it in January and July, I yes. believe, is, and and or when you're planting new roses. And when you're right. anytime you're transplanting roses, right. put it in the ground at the bottom of the hole. It also makes a decent uh, transplant fertilizer for other. Trees I've used and it shrubs. on other plants as well. It's got a lot of uh, when you plant it, when you're transplanting, put it at the very bottom of the hole, mix it in the bottom of the hole, and then put a little soil and compost above it to keep the roots in, from coming in contact with it right away. And then as they start growing out and the Ada Perry's magic formula starts breaking down, then it's there and available to the plants, and they love it. And it's a slow release. It is. Right, because it's got a lot of organic properties. Agreed. Yep. 
So we talked about the fruit trees. Are we done with fruit trees? You want to move on to roses since Alan took us to roses, or do you want to continue with more of the bare root fruit trees, which is the the reason for the season? The highlight of the year. The best was that part. me just ex- exhaling into the microphone? It wasn't me. Oh, darn it. Only two of us in here. I'm backing up. Okay. <laughs> going over here. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, hey, uh, what are you going to get any what? bare root fruit trees as you look besides that royal crimson? I don't know. I have, I planted the three, the two pluots and the plum from a year and a half ago. So they're in the ground finally. But I still have two more trees. Oh, from that same period that haven't been planted. They're alive, but haven't been planted. Plus, I have the three avocados I haven't planted yet. So I, I'm I thinking. Think it's, I think it's telling that you have to, to actually qualify, qualify that, still alive. that they are still alive. Well, I have yeah. other fruit trees in their containers that are no longer alive. I understand. Okay. Well, that's why I was. Well, okay. I guess I don't need to qualify it to you. This is for truth and advertising to All the right. general public Got out it. there. I don't want them to think that they're unredeemable because they've killed plants in containers. You know, that, that's a valid point. I mean, every, all of us. No matter how much you love gardening and do, you lose plants. You know, sometimes not through anything you have done. Gophers, perhaps, or like you have a gopher problem, right? I now. do have a gopher gophers, problem. rats. I mean, there there are myriad things that get out there and, and destroy plants. No matter how diligent a gardener you might be, or not, or not, yeah, well, it can I, still happen. I'm I'm the not side of it. I want credit for these avocados. I'm going to have to go into my account and see when I actually purchase these avocados. But it's been six or eight months that they are still alive. And proximity is the key there. Making sure that the things that need me to take care of them are near a water source and are out of the full sun all day, those two in combination will keep them alive longer. So so you have a little bit of property. Do you have water spigots throughout where you have hoses everywhere or is it like one hose you have to drag no, 300 yards? No, I have quite a few hoses, okay. but the best places to leave plants that aren't in the ground is not near those hose bibs. And I'm not sure why. That's a very good, that's a great point, George. So I'll be happy to help you put some irrigation in and have some hose bibs. Oh, I have irrigation. Well, I mean, hose bibs. But it is in disrepair. And so I haven't, uh, I had, oh, George. Thanks for starting off the new year this way. If you want to give us a call, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. I need to reflect a little bit and we can talk more about gardening when we come back. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it And we are back with Ricky Nelson, George Allman, and David Ross on Garden Talk here on KCBQ and K Praise. 
And to be clear, Ricky Nelson is not in the studio with us. Well, he kind of is. <laughs> he's in my heart and in my ear. Okay. Okay, he's not in the studio with us, if if that's what you thought. <laughs> um, you are listening to Garden Talk on here. I already said that. If you want to give us a call, the phone number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Before we went into the break, um, I don't even remember what we were doing. Well, you we were, were taking we were, a shot at me about something. Well, we, were, we were talking about water uh, available, availability oh, of water to, for, for your plants so that they can thrive. But then we were talking about um, bare root fruit trees, and we were debating whether we are going to move over to roses or not. Since Alan what would you like to, to do? Well, let's just... If you want to see the, just remind people where they can see the list of what we are expecting this year. And while you're looking for that, know that the fruit trees are going to be in inadequate supply. The supply issues of 2020 are carrying forward to 2021 as far as the bare root fruit trees are concerned. Um, The demand has stripped supply. So if you want something... Make sure you get it or get on the list if it's not in the nursery yet. We are expecting 10 or 15, maybe 20% more of the trees to come in in another two to three weeks. But some varieties, we were short shorted significantly, and they will sell out quickly. So to to find that list, it's on our website, walteranderson.com. That's S-E-N, uh, underneath plant list. And you'll see it'll have a, a big new next to it, bare root fruit trees for 2021. And both stores have the bulk of their trees in. Both stores have the bulk of their trees available for sale. Uh, and so just be aware. And it's a, that's, I would say, and you can correct me if you think otherwise, but I think that is the most bustling part of the nursery right now. And we just got them out, what, Thursday? They Wednesday, came Wednesday. in. Wednesday, we started putting they, them out. We started putting them out Wednesday. And, and, and that's where everyone migrates to. They just, yes. They just packs. And, it's it's yeah. neat. Yeah. It's neat. And if you have not experienced a bare root fruit tree in your life, it, like the roses, they're sticks right now. There's nothing to them. And the fruit trees will be blooming, many of them blooming, all of them growing, most of them growing, if you don't, if most of them growing. Within, well, late January, February, they start growing, and some of them will produce a little bit of fruit this year, which we are supposed to advise you to remove all fruit, which I never, ever do. Um, Well, until I want to eat it, of course. And the roses, they're just sticks when they come in, totally dormant. And by March and April, they'll be in full bloom. They're gorgeous. What surprises me is also how much growth they get between that. Not just the flowers, but, I mean, they become big shrubs in a matter of eight weeks, ten weeks. And people who are concerned about starting with bare root because they want an established plant, it will be an established plant just in a matter of of weeks to to a few months. So uh, there's nothing like the availability and the selection of those as you find right now. So planting bare roots, you live in an area with a lot of gophers. Do you put yours in gopher cages? No. Have you lost trees to go to uh, gophers? Yes. Okay. I when I moved into that property, I think it was 2007. We closed escrow, and that January, February, the first I, I went to Lowe's and I bought a hundred feet of hardware cloth, and I dug out a hole. Oh yeah, I, yeah, you told me this. And okay. I got my my right. tin snips and I cut a custom wire basket. I put holes in my fingers, even though I was wearing gloves, 
and I lined the first hole for the first tree, which was this liquid amber that doesn't go dormant. Um, and then I said, well, I'll, I'll paraphrase. I said, to heck with this. I will not do this anymore. And I went and got a bunch of Maccabee gopher traps. I started controlling gophers, and I did not plant another tree in a wire basket. It is. It was so tedious. And you can buy them already made, which is what I should have done. But right. I knew better. I, I have done both. I, I, I did usually using the baskets that you can purchase. However, having a bunch of hardware cloth available and not wanting to spend money on the cloth, I mean on buying the baskets because I had all that, I have done both. Wasn't it awful? It, 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 I didn't tear my hands up. I had some really good snips, but it was tedious. I oh, it's tell you tedious. That it you got to go through the, yeah. the hardware cloth yeah. one square at a time. And, yeah. Oh, it was awful. But they're custom made, though. They fit anything you put in as opposed to some of the gopher baskets. So, Okay. I'm sticking with it was awful, and then I'm going to yeah. kill gophers. I need said control before, but I meant kill. Right. And but I, 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 I have put all mine in baskets and had, had good success. Thus, okay. thus far, but that doesn't that hasn't stopped the gopher population in any. You know, they no. still have to be and controlled. They're gonna they're always going to continue and multiply and get around a basket or do something. Right. So, gopher baskets are a short term solution. Control uh, is the long. Control is the long term solution. If you want to do it naturally, have you put up a an owl box in your garden yet to control gophers? I have one. It has not been put up, but there are hawks flying around, but which don't do much for the gophers because, yeah. Well, I'm uh, blaming my neighbor. My neighbor behind me took out his palm tree in which owls lived. And I'm, I, I'm basing it on nothing other than I still have gophers, that it's his fault um, that they took away my control measure. But I did the, the first year and two, I, I went after them aggressively, and then I had a pretty good handle, and most of the gophers were gone from my yard, so I got complacent. And I stopped controlling them, and now they're out of control again. Right. Yeah, they're, they're out of control right now, again. But the squirrels are not. How did you get rid of your squirrels? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not, but no poisons squirrels, were involved. Squirrels, squirrels are another right. pest in the right. garden that you can't let get out of control because they'll eat all your fruit. They'll eat your fruit, and they, and they dig some significant tunnels around your trees, and some of the water that you thought was going to your fruit trees – was actually irrigating through the tunnel and, and, out and, and somewhere out. else and didn't touch the trees. I, rem- yeah. I remember coming back from vacation one year and all of my apricots were gone and I was sure that the neighbors had come over and stolen my apricots while I was out of town. But then I looked further and all the debris was on the ground and little chips and pieces of apricots. It was squirrels. Right. The squirrels had just gone and wiped everything out. So squirrelinators are a great way to, to catch them. Right. And but you, we'll have just, to, you have to dispatch them in some manner afterwards. Well, can you take them to the National Wildlife Refuge and I'm, release I'm them? I'm pretty sure you cannot. Why can you not do that? I think uh, it's illegal in California to release squirrels and rats. Okay. So you'd have to come up with other measures to do that. But ultimately, control of the things that are going to compete with you for your food, if you do not want to share, um, is something that you need to consider. How was that? Was that a good that was, way? That of was well done. T- and, and, and we're around. talking about not willing to share with certain varmints, right? Because I love sharing the people fruit. and I think neighbors. It's a highlight, that's highlight of having all of that. Is I being agree. Able to give I it totally to agree. Yeah. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and K Praise North County. 
I am David Ross, along with George Allman. Happy New Year. Garden Talk is next, followed... No, we are Garden Talk. I mean, uh, <laughs> and we're Auto Talk is next, followed by the Wilsey Boys talking about how to have more money in 2021. We'll see you next week, everybody. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.